I have got some ghost stories for you. I come home from the gym and the chairs are all stacked upside down. I'm like a very intricate stack. There was a werewolf on our porch swing holding one of our kittens. The pen was all busted open and there is blood everywhere. There's like somebody standing in the middle of the bed with their finger pushing straight up on the canopy like a tent pole. But there's nothing there and I laid in bed like a little kid. I pulled the covers up over my eyes. <laughs> this little boy told paranormal investigators apparently my grandfather came back from the dead to harass a toddler. <laughs> so that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. And before we get started, we have to say thank you to everybody who has sent pictures of their pets in their Halloween costumes. Yes. Oh my gosh, so good. This is like my own personal Valium now, you know? like I <laughs> It's just, so soothing, right? It really is. If I start to feel bad, I can go watch these... At, at, truly grumpy, distressed animals in their costumes, and it makes me so happy. If you're listening, just remember, go to hauntedaf.com, episode 11, season 8, and you can see all of the pictures, or just watch YouTube, because we're going to be using those in the intro. Also, uh, I think the best are the cat ones, by the, the way. Because the cats are cats pissed. Cats are so mad. They're yeah. like, no, why am I in this outfit? Right, because the dogs will try to, like, muscle through it. You yeah. Know? They're mm-hmm. like, mm, we pretend right. to be happy even when we're not. Cats, yeah. they don't pretend. No, no. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, I have to show my little tiny Halloween display. Oh, I just noticed it. How cute is that? How perfectly centered in between us it is. I know. They're all going to fall over in a minute. But like my daughter's in college. And so we bought a bunch of tiny Halloween decorations for oh, her dorm. that's so cute though. Yeah, because we're going down to Austin this year, this weekend. So I was like, well, we got to get them on one episode because well, yeah. I think they're so stinking cute. Agreed. Uh, coming up, we have got more creepy stories that we collected in Granberry, mm-hmm. And we also have a tale of haunted workout equipment. Okay, well, that sounds fun. And photos of that one, too. Oh, nice. I uh, love it. But first, we got to say thank you to all of our newest patrons, Jess and Lori Hernandez. Also, big love to Tori Og and Lisa Marie, not Presley. <laughs> yes, she did write back to say, no, nope. <laughs> not Presley. I'm not so that Lisa. Sorry. Not that Lisa Marie. Uh, they actually became annual patrons. So thank you so much for that. Remember, you can find all of our weekly pregames and tons of exclusive content at patreon.com slash haunted AF, especially since the season is about to end. That's right. Two weeks. Mm. And after that, it'll be all all minisodes. Yep. But we do post almost weekly. Like we're going to have to take two weeks off. You and I both are exhausted. Yeah. So we'll need a little bit of time. Also, we got some really interesting emails from listeners this Ooh, week. Yay. Uh, this one comes from Kendall who says, hey girls, it's Kendall. Hi Kendall. I'm listening to the new episode and had to tell you that my dad saw a UFO when he was a teenager. He said he was walking home from school when something out of the sky started following him. Mm. It was a black triangle, but it wasn't making any shapes or colors. It just followed him. And when he got home, Home, this thing just flew somewhere else in the blink of an eye. He also turned 40 three days ago. So uh, happy birthday, Kendall's dad. Oh, I was like, wait, does turning 40 have something to do with seeing the black triangle following you around? No, Kendall just wants to call out dad for turning 40. <laughs> Maybe we could tell him he's old or something. Yeah, oh, but I'm 40, so <laughs> Kendall, so, I'm sorry. Your dad is not old. So y'all old. Yeah, no, he's a normal age. A normal, <laughs> oh. average, regular old age. And I have to say, Kendall <laughs> uh, Kendall writes to us all the time, and I don't understand how they are emailing us because anytime I write back to Kendall, uh-huh. it will not go through, and it's like, sorry. So Kendall's like writing from another planet or something. What if Kendall is the alien? It, I feel that's the case, but Kendall, I just wanted to say I have tried to write you back 
I promise, and it's just not going through. Kendall, so you're sorry. the triangle that's following your dad around. Yep. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, also, we got another story. This comes from Jesse, who sent the UFO story uh, that Kendall is talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember, there was a baby crying in the background when she told her story. Remember? You just yes. hear this like, Mah! Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. And Because yeah. wasn't she in the bathroom hiding from them or something? Yeah, she yeah. was. That's right. She's like, I'm hiding from my kids right okay, now. Okay, so Jesse says, I wish I could say that was a ghost baby, LOL. Nope, just my angry baby. But funny enough, when we didn't have babies in the house, we would always hear one crying. Ooh. So I had to go back and listen to the audio again and see if it was mine or not. Thanks again. Lots of love. Jesse, we need to hear more about this story. I want I want to know everything about the crying baby that you used to like, yeah. listen to. Remember the crying baby that, what's his face? What's his yeah. name? Was it Matt? Yeah, Mark? So. Who would hear the crying baby yes. and he sent us the audio and we were like, what the hell is right. that? All right, let's get into it. This story comes from Fred. Yes, yeah, so my wife and I, we moved into an apartment about two and a half years ago, and things looked pretty normal, but lately, we've had some weird things happening. One time, my wife was at home in the kitchen alone. I was out, and she was doing the dishes. Somehow, one of the plates that she was washing fell right in between the crack, you know, between the counter and where she's standing, but it was in such a way that, like, you had to put it in there. It, it didn't fall on its own. So my wife claims, or she says, you know, that like, it was just really weird because the plate was on the counter and then it just went into the crack. Another time, uh, also with my wife, she saw the plug, the outlet for our Google Nest device. It was on the floor as if someone had pulled it out. So that was, there was that too. But the freakiest story, and this is one that me and my wife both saw uh, with their own eyes, was we were sitting at home watching TV and... The yoga ball, there's a big bouncy yoga ball, it started moving on its own. Uh, my wife looked at it, she looked at me, she pointed and said, Fred, do you see that? And I looked, and lo and behold, the ball was slowly moving towards us uh, while we were watching TV. Uh, I should mention that at that time we were watching like some YouTube video about a dog, like beagles and stuff, so, you know, we speculate maybe it's one of our, you know, departed dogs who was just saying hi to us. But the yoga ball was again, like, it was just bouncing and kind of moving towards us. I checked later to see if there was any kind of incline or slope on the floor, but no, nothing really. Something had to have made, made that ball move, and something did. Anyway, that's all I got. So, uh, love your podcast. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Fred. Okay, I weirdly appreciated the background noise. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but, like, a car starts moving ne- near him right as he's getting to, like, the climax of the story of the ball moving. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's, like, perfectly timed. Oh, yeah. I, I think they were in the car. I had to go in and, like, I had to adjust the audio because it got really, really weird. But uh, he did send a picture of the yoga ball. Okay. And I love this because, you know, a lot of times we talk to people when they go on these paranormal investigations. Yeah. And if they think that there's a kid there, they'll bring a ball and the ball will roll across the floor you've had that happen I've right I witnessed it we put it on a chair like in a like you know how sometimes a, an old chair has like a saggy saggy it, butt the, like a lot of people have sat in it right the butt print the butt print yes. right so we sat a like soccer ball in the butt print left the room but we had recorders going and the next thing you know that ball just went like it was like somebody went boop and swatted it off uh, we need to uh, find out did you have like an AC vent going no something? This, is a ba- this is an abandoned hospital well, no I'm talking to Fred oh, like okay, was there bad. any was there a fan was there anything that could have been going that maybe because that'll be the first thing everybody sure, of asks course. was there a source like a wind source that could have made that happen our next story comes from logan and i have a story for the weird shit segment should we sing it one I forgot two it. three weird, weird shit weird shit 
shit. It's not a ghost. It's I don't remember. It's weird shit. I don't remember either. I didn't even remember. It's not a ghost part. It's not a ghost. It's not not a. Weird, weird shit, shit. Okay, okay here we go <laughs> this isn't really a ghost story but it kind of goes with the myth that we are living in a simulation uh so a lot of times i'll be in the car with my mom and we drive past a lot of farms we're in australia almost every time i'll see an animal spawn out of thin air <laughs> what <laughs> like one time we went past a farm and i saw a pig up here out of nowhere it was in the middle of my field of vision so it didn't come from the side or something i don't know how but it just appeared out of nowhere hope this is podcast worthy love the podcast bye literally there's like 50 e's with this one (laughs) thank you logan i think that's fantastic i think logan must live in minecraft or farmville (laughs) well and the fact that it spawned yeah like Um, it just appeared god that's great that is pretty great that's one of the uh simulation theories that we have not heard yet no uh this story comes from maddie uh hi i just started listening to your podcast but i have quite a few ghost stories and even one ufo story the short version is that i grew up in a haunted house when i got older my mom told me that one of the previous owners had killed themselves in the garage. Mm. Mom had a medium come to clean the house, but it didn't work. Um, I've seen doors close in front of me, her disembodied voices saying my name, banging on doors, alarms going off, cold spots, the whole works. I also went to a very haunted college and made friends with the ghosts on my (laughs) hall. I have hella videos of that because the ghosts started showing up on my Snapchat. Now, I know people will say that this is a glitch, but it showed up only in my specific dorm and it would move. It would also tap on my screen and make the camera flip or zoom. Basically, it would start f***ing with my phone. But I set boundaries. Oh, good, good. (laughs) I said it could only touch my phone when I was on Snapchat. Oh, I also used a Ouija board on that campus and talked to a cop who had died in the 90s on duty. All of this I confirmed later online, by the way. Mm -hmm. He told us he had a wife and kids that were still alive. Since he died in the 90s, I asked if he watched SNL and liked rap, and he said Mm -hmm. yes to both. And that's from Maddie. Um, First of all, of the questions that you've asked, SNL, those are both still around, right? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> still on, but do you like them? I mean, I want to know. Okay, so when we were in Granbury for the spooky spectacle a couple of weeks ago, we got tons of stories, mm-hmm. so many stories, and we've been trying to pull all of these together. So this is just a little montage of some of the tales that we got out there. My name is Renee Dela Garza. I'm originally from the Rio Grande Valley. I live in Gonzales, Texas. I was probably seven or eight years old. My family was partying in Los Fresnos, Texas. Mm -hmm. We left late. My father had been drinking a little too much. My mom was driving home. It was close to 11.30 or 12 o'clock at night. And my mom saw someone crossing the highway. So she slowed down, thought it was someone because it looked like she was wearing a dress or something. My mother slowed down, and this woman looked at us with these glazing eyes. She was opaque. Whoa. I'll never forget what she looked like. She was wearing a nightgown with a veil over her head. And it was winter. It was cold. Mm-hmm. Mom stepped on the gas. <laughs> oh, my she gosh. She closed her eyes. My dad woke up. We were going to make a curve, and we wouldn't have made it if she, Dad wouldn't have grabbed the wheel. So he made the curve, and we were all screaming. My brother was throwing up. My aunt was cussing. and. <laughs> My little sister was crying, and I was freaking out. Oh, my God. You got a little bit of everything in that. Yeah. 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 So uh, Dad wanted to go back and see. We screamed, said, no, nope. no way. We're not going back. 
but there was a legend in the Rio Grande Valley about a white lady. And there were no houses around, so she didn't wasn't taking a walk at midnight. Other truckers have been driving that same highway where he saw this this woman run out in front of him. He slammed on the brakes and he hit her. And he looked in his mirror and then she was sitting in the back seat. Oh, that's great. (laughs) This was in the 1960s. My name's Christine. Uh, Back when I was little, we lived in Stephenville. Mm -hmm. And the house is still there today. I drive by it a lot. (laughs) Um, For some reason, whatever was haunting that place did not like kids. Mm -hmm. And I was the baby at the time. And then my sister was about one or two. Like, my mom would hear noises in the night, like, walking down the hallway. She'd hear crashes in the living rooms. She once heard, like, what sounded like my crib tip over. (gasps) But when she went in there, everything was fine. I was asleep. Emily was asleep, my older sister. But when she went into the kitchen, all the baby stuff was, like, thrown out of the cabinets, like, cereal, and everything was spilled. Turns out, the guy hung himself in the bathroom. What? Like, yeah. The guy my, before the Yeah, war. the guy before my parents moved in yeah. oh. uh, did that. So Yikes. it was very scary. Every yeah. time you drive past it, you feel like goosebumps or no, like something. Yeah. My name is Kelly. Okay, Kelly. So yes. you, you had a scary story for us. Um, yes, I've, I've actually um, uh-huh. I've been haunted by something for the last 42 years. Oh. I started seeing shadow people when I was about eight years old. They're everywhere I go. In fact, I just went, I, I touched some haunted stuff recently, like last month and now i have a new full body apparition from the late 1800s early 1900s that walks through my house at night but i'm she's okay (laughs) she's okay yeah she's all right like please describe her um she's wearing like a maize colored yellow dress like Uh a fancy sunday dress you know like straight out of little house on the prairie and she wears the hat that tilts to the side you can tell she was a more of a well-to-do lady Mm -hmm. And she just stares straight ahead as she walks through. So she doesn't acknowledge you. She's no. just kind of a... Almost like a residual energy. Oh, that's it. Residual. It, except the fact, I don't think she came with the house. I never saw her until I went and touched stuff from an old mortuary at another convention last okay, month. hold on. What specifically did you touch? Uh, you know the neck rest from the embalming table? Yeah. Oh. I, I was playing with one just absent-mindedly. <laughs> So you were kind of inviting shit. Yeah, that's kind of what it is, yes. When I was in high school, my oldest sister and I worked together through the summers. This is before scanners were a big thing. Mm -hmm. So we had a camera that you'd take pictures and put it on microfilm. So you sit in a dark room all day long in the back of an office and you're just taking pictures of every single page in the file on this microfilm camera. Being that we're siblings, we played pranks on each other all the time. So she left to go get a drink of water or something, left the room, and I decided I was going to go hide and like come back and sneak up on her and scare her. So I'm hiding, peeking around, and I see her come in, and I see her dart around to the center aisle, and I'm like, ha, she's going to try to scare me, but I'm going to sneak up behind her and scare her. So I started chasing her around the center aisle. I go around a corner, and she goes around the corner the other way, and I go around a corner, and she goes around the corner the other, on the other end, and then she walks in the door. Oh! <laughs> and then I stopped. And she's like, what's what's going on? What are you doing? And she's like, you're super pale, Matt. What's, what's going on? And I was like, well, I was just, like, I was just I've been like chasing you for like the last three or four minutes. And okay. I don't know who I was chasing around this file room. But I don't know. It was pretty crazy. That last story came from Matthew. Yeah. And he hung out with us for a while. He was a sweetheart. Super sweet. And one of the really fun things about editing these stories is that it's been long enough now that I've forgotten them. Same. I literally was like, I remember this guy. <laughs> so I'll be editing them and I'll be like, oh, oh, this okay. So we're gonna try our hardest to get all of these in before the end of the season, but there's a bunch. And again, we only have two weeks left. Oh, that's so crazy. We're gonna try to squeeze all of them in and if we don't make it then we'll probably use them in the mini sods in between i also want to 
to say I thoroughly enjoy when we play those back and we hear ourselves how we make fun of ourselves. Yeah. If you listen to us and get annoyed, don't worry, so do we. Like <laughs> that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Really, we should get Curtis to do a weird shit theme song. Oh for my us. god, we should. I know that Curtis and his wife were working on a new one at some point in time. Uh-huh. And then I guess they got busy like everybody else. Right. So uh Curtis, if you're Bring listening, it. we can't remember the lyrics. Glitch! Not a glitch, ghost, not a glitch. glitch. That's it. Yes. yes. Okay, there it is. We wrote it for you, Curtis. Okay, our story here comes from Julianne. Hi, ghosty gals. Hello. Uh, I want to tell you about my cat, Pixie. We called her that because she was never over six pounds. Oh my gosh, she's tiny. She's a baby. Little teeny tiny baby. Uh, I got her from Santa when I was in seventh grade, and she was my best buddy through it all. High school, family deaths, breakups. I even had her in my college apartment illegally since pets weren't allowed on campus. Eight days after her 18th birthday, my husband and I had to part with her due to severe diabetes. Oh, so sorry. Poor Pixie. Shortly after I started to hear her in the house, I could hear her paws hitting the floor after she jumped off the bed. Occasionally, I would feel her walking on the bed when I would be particularly stressed. Cut to 2018, I delivered my daughter Izzy eight weeks early due to preeclampsia. Oof. Izzy was in the NICU for 41 days. God, that's a long time. And every night I would feel Pixie jump on the bed and curl up on my pillow where she used to sleep. Wow. I haven't felt Pixie since the day Izzy came home from the hospital. Maybe Pixie knew I needed extra comfort and kept watching until my world was right again. Rest easy, sweet girl. Thank you both for keeping me entertained during work. <laughs> during work. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and on my commute home. We'll be sending another story about how my dead grandma picked my husband. We need that one too. Jules. She sent a picture on the website, by the way. My first dog was named Pixie. Cutest little shih tzu. Aww. White and gray. I got her for my 10th birthday. Had her until I was 25 years old. God bless. That's not fair. I know. That's I'm, a long time. It is, she's the cutest little. I need to dig up a picture of my Pixie. Aww. I know when I saw it, I was like, Hello, ladies. I'm a big fan of the podcast. You are both amazing, and I appreciate your hard work very much. Back in 2001, we moved in with my mother's boyfriend, and he lived in an old house. One night, I woke up around 1 a.m., which wasn't new, as I've always had trouble sleeping. I wasn't up for long when I got a random cold chill. I was collecting my thoughts when all of a sudden, a pink apparition walked right Mm -hmm. through my door. I didn't believe it at first, so I did the classic rubbing my eyes, like (laughs) Scooby-Doo. But when I opened them, it was still there walking slowly towards me. Immediately, I realized this apparition was an older African-American woman. I could tell by her facial features and her hair. I laid down, pulled the covers over my head, and I didn't tell anybody about it for a very long time. Fast forward to high school, and I had a friend over one weekend. We were in my room playing video games when we started talking about ghosts. I told her there was a spirit in my house, and then I mocked it, saying she was too scared to show herself. Uh -uh. No, you didn't, girl. Well, the next morning, I woke up and noticed my leg was hurting. I looked and found a long scratch that wrapped around my whole leg from the outside of my ankle to the inside of my thigh. I was in disbelief, but I knew it was her. Right then and there, I apologized. The last incident happened late one night while watching Step Brothers in my room. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer, Rebecca. Damn right it is. The mother fucking Catalina wine mixer. Okay, sorry. I heard a knock at my door and thought it was my sister. So I told her to come in. By the way, if you haven't watched Step Brothers, you have to watch Step Brothers. Okay, anyhow. I heard a knock at my door and thought it was my sister. So I told her to come in. Nothing. I called to her again. 
nothing again. I got up and opened my door where I saw that same pink apparition at the bottom of our stairs just as it turned the corner. I didn't freak out. I just stood there for about 10 seconds staring. Then I closed my door and I went back to bed. Years passed and one night I was sitting with my mom and her ex-boyfriend, they were broken up by then, Mm. telling scary stories. I told them about the experience I had had in that house, and my mom's ex asked if the apparition I had seen was a black woman. She was apparently the previous owner, and he had befriended her when he bought the house, but she passed not long after. Her name was Ernestine, and she had decorated the house with pink curtains, pink rugs, and pink walls because it was her favorite color. His story gave me chills, but it made so much sense, and that's from CJ. I was beginning to think that maybe ghosts were just color-coded. Like the white ones meant something, the pink ones mean something. What do you get to choose your own color? I don't know. That's a great question. What would you be? Remember red? We we (laughs) all the way. I'm gonna be like seductive ghost dress. I'm gonna be a ghost dress. I would be some sort of neon color, like neon pink or purple. That would be awesome. You remember that woman told us the ghost story about something came in her room and she said it looked like neon noodle Uh from like a Daffy Duck cartoon. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I want. You want to be the neon noodle. When you see that, it's me. It's Julie. Just know it. Done. Okay, so listen, this next bit of audio, it's it's a little long, and it's not the best audio. It's not good quality. So just bear with it, because I love this story. This is from Dee. Hi, Julie and Rebecca. My name is Dee. I live in Ontario, Canada, and I have to say I love the podcast. I was recently introduced by my daughter, my teenage daughter, actually, and uh, I commute uh, for about an hour and a half both ways to and from work and you guys have become kind of my guilty pleasure my guilty so thank you Uh, the story I want to tell is actually about a Ouija board but it's not even so much about the Ouija board experience which was horrific it's about um, that story really really freaking me out 20 years later so my girlfriends and I decided one night we were going to mess around with a Ouija board and we've been warned by you know my mom and grandma that's something you don't mess around with so of course we had to try it so we lived out in the country in uh, Pretoria South Africa on this sort of large homestead so we had found out that the man who had built the house had died before he had completed it and he must have been a bit of a trickster I don't know what he was but he had built all kinds of these secret compartments into the walls and it was kind of really freaky as we were redoing spaces or redecorating spaces we were finding random bricked up little cubby holes on the walls it was very bizarre anyway so the house was haunted itself by this man but it wasn't anything freaky if you sat in a certain spot in the, in the tv room we had a mirror hanging on the one wall and if you sat on the right spot you could often catch glimpses of this ghost walking up and down the hallway and it always used to freak out my friends and it was kind of a well-known thing, and people would come by and want to see it, and most of them did see it over the years. So we decided we were going to do this at my house, because obviously if we were going to have something cool happen with the Ouija board, it was going to be at my house. So everybody comes over, we shut the door, light some candles, and uh, one of the girls, her name was Sabrina, so she was kind of one of those really over-the-top kind of characters where drama seemed to follow her around, and if anything weird was going to happen, of course it's going to happen to Sabrina. So anyway, we're sitting around the Ouija and we're asking, you know, the normal girl questions. And then we start to talk to the spirit. And something weird happened where Sabrina had asked this ghost who he was. The curtain started to move as if somebody were behind them. Then Sabrina started to act weird. She kind of looked strange. 
and all of a sudden, the candles go out, we're screaming and shouting, we see her buckle back into this weird contorted, I can't even explain it, it was really bizarre, turned the light on, I was like, okay guys, we're done, we're done, we're done, Sabrina was very, very wonky for a little bit after that, eventually, you know, we talked about it for years and years, it was really this crazy story. So fast forward now, 20 years later, I go back to South Africa because now I'm living in Canada and I go for a visit. And uh, one of the things I really wanted to do, because I hadn't been there in 20 years, I really wanted to go visit some of the places that meant something to me. So I went to go visit my grandma's house who had been in the family for, you know, 50 years. My uh, sister and I come onto the property, knock on the door, explain that we're, you know, to live here 20 years ago. We're just wondering if you can give us a nostalgic tour of the house. And these people are the nicest people on the planet. And they've done all kinds of really cool stuff. He had actually uncovered more of these weird places. He had actually uncovered a full fish tank in the wall where the ghosts used to walk back and forth. We're walking down into the hallways where the bedrooms are until we come to the bedroom that we did the Ouija for him. And the door is closed. So I go to open the door, and it's locked. And I said, oh, that's strange. Can we go in here? And he goes, oh, yeah, no, we don't go in there. He goes, you know, I can't explain it, but my daughter slept in that room and she just would have horrific nightmares. She'd wake up screaming more times than we can count. Eventually, he went to go sleep in the bedroom so that he could ex experience what she's experiencing. And he got so spooked, he said it was always like 10 degrees colder in that room than it was in any other part of the house. And he said it was just the, the creepiest, eeriest feeling. He couldn't sleep. When he did sleep, he had horrific nightmares and they just could not sleep in that room. So they literally used it in the storage room, shut the door, kept it locked. The kids were never allowed in there. And at this point, they had not been in that room for five years or more. So we didn't even open the room. He just said, we don't go in there. How crazy is that? Maybe Sabrina wasn't nuts. <laughs> Maybe something really bad actually happened that night. Anyway, that's it for now. Thanks, girls. First of all, we need to hear from Sabrina. Absolutely, because she's the one that contorted. <laughs> I know. Like, I need to know all about your contortion. And I think we all have that friend who's going to be the one who acts like something crazy is happening during. <laughs> but this is what Dee said. She sent a follow-up email. Okay, this is crazy, and it happened five minutes ago. I sent the email to you guys from work. I'm here alone today. As I hit send, my freaking power went out in my office. Okay. My landline phone computer the lights all of it turned off i got up to flip the breaker which powers all of the building i walked out of my office and into the main showroom where i realized all the lights in the rest of the building are working mm. phones are fine super confused i checked all of the other offices everything was fine i headed back to my office to find everything on what the actual hell just happened. I don't know. I get out. <laughs> I called my daughter as I'm pretty well just laughing in utter disbelief and shaking my head at this bizarre occurrence. And she insisted that I send you guys an update and told me to not come home until I had saged myself <laughs> and cleansed with some selenite. What is selenite? I don't know. We need it, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, now wish me luck as I hit send again <laughs> and spend the rest of the day here by myself. And yeah, again, good luck. That is from D. So, is still with us. Yeah, and she after that. did send us like the coordinates of this house. Yeah. 
I want to know more about this man who owned it before. I want to know about the cubby holes. And I know we have listeners in South Africa. Like, is this a, is there a cultural thing? Is there a superstition thing? What could these cubby holes that he built into the house be attributed to? Well, one of them had a fish tank in it too. Right. Like, what was that for? And why do we think it was a fish tank? Could it have been used as something else? Because you know, immediately I'm like, he's hiding bodies. That's, I mean, yeah, that's where I would go too. Obviously. Right. Or buried treasure. Right. But is there some other, is this where you put... Uh, is it like a good luck thing? That's like exactly you leave something say. in there for good luck or for the future homeowner? Right. Or were they f***ing with whoever was going to buy the house next right. and put skeletons in there and then he died before he had the chance? Yeah, and my dream is to find like a trap door somewhere in my house. Oh my God. I would love that. So I got this in the mail. It's been sitting in here for weeks and I've been meaning to show it what to you. My best friend's exorcism? Yeah, I guess. I guess what is that? It's like a new. Is it a game? It's a new movie on Prime. They just sent it as a promotional thing. And yeah. I've been meaning to unbox it for oh two weeks gosh, now. Oh my gosh, I'm really excited about this. Because it's got like all this candy in it and stuff. So much candy. There's pop rocks. Yeah, I'm going to eat that later. Fun dip, yep. Skittles. Here's the book, the book version, My Best Friend's Exorcism. That looks awesome. Oh my God, this is like the perfect tie-in to D's story, but look look what totally. came with it. <gasps> Dreams really do come true. <laughs> Ouija Wait, board. Is it, is it a real Ouija board? I don't know. Is that really what it is? I don't is? know. Crack that sucker open. Let's use it. Let's summon a demon. No, we are not. Not in my damn house. I'm giving you this. I'm, I don't think we should do it though. Come on. Not again, not in my house. Not Seriously. in your house. Okay, we'll go meet up at a park. We'll go to White Rock Lake and call the Lady of the Lake. Oh my gosh, that's actually a good idea. But what if that weird Slender Man shows well, up? Well, let's do it during the day so it's not so scary. <laughs> Look, JoJo. That's my solution to everything. Can during the day. Can anybody see? No, she's No, like, she's blocked, but she's all Here it is. It. <gasps> Julian is a Ouija board. It's an actual Ouija Where's board. Where's the planchette? Oh my God, there's a planchette with it too. Is it weird that I really like genuinely do not want to no, do I'm this? I'm totally freaking scared. Dang, there's some good gum and candies in here. I can't believe there's fun dip. Okay, let me shut this and put it away. I think I am going to have to use this. This is really funny. Are we haunted? Don't do that in my house. It says no. <laughs> Mainly because I don't know where to put. I couldn't figure out where to push it. It comes with directions, right? Only you and I would need directions. Does it come with directions? Uh, probably on the back. Don't, just stop. Whatever you're doing, it needs to you stop right now. You brought it out. Um, How dare you? Okay, here. How dare you? <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for us. Uh, so don't forget, please go and find our companion blog, Hoggin. 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 Hoggin AF. Haunted. <laughs> Hoggin. <laughs> I'm going to start that website. I need that t-shirt. Yeah. Hoggin AF. Hoggin AF. <laughs> <laughs> I have mental images in my head. Already. And I'm thinking like redneck dude, maybe some pig situation. Oh, no. I'm seeing a pig in a haunted AF t-shirt. That's a whole different. Okay. We've got to go. We're, yeah, Rebecca, okay, hurry, we're going to see Halloween yes. ends. As Don't soon interrupt as me with, with jokes. Okay, okay. Don't forget, you can find our companion blogs, hauntedaf.com. We will share pictures of Pixie and that evil yoga ball. Um, also the cute pets and their Halloween costumes. Super cute. So make sure you check all of our social media because we will let you know if Halloween ends mm -hmm. is any good. Which is not, it's not going to be. It's not going to be. It's, it's going to be terrible. Be. So, okay. But we're going to go and drink and have fun. <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay. There's only two episodes left of season eight. Ooh. And this is a very good time to become a Haunted AF patron. Mm -hmm. So you can keep up. We've got tons of exclusive content over there. Three years worth. And we will keep posting stuff between seasons. That's at, uh, no, that's at patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's at hog and AF. I did it again. <laughs> that's at patreon.com backslash Haunted AF. <laughs> and send the stories. Those of you who are like, I have so many stories. 
stories. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. You have to send it right, right. now. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can use it in season eight of Hog and AF. <laughs> And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 